8th of September. As many of you know, these programs aim to introduce triangles to those people who are new to the work and to encourage them in the forming of their own triangles. They also aim to create a space for those people who are already engaged in triangles to participate in a visualization exercise to support and to strengthen the planetary network. Using the power of focused thought to uplift, transform and illuminate human consciousness, each triangle formed becomes part of a larger network of light and goodwill. Three people come together and daily link in thought to circulate energy through the points of their triangle. And visualizing their triangle as part of a worldwide network, they pour beneficent healing energies into the vast planetary triangular energy field surrounding the planet. Energies that act as an imperative and a catalyst to spiritualize human thinking and action and turn the gaze and focus of the human family to the light, to the realms of inspiration and of eternal goodness. The network is create, created and vitalized by the daily work of each individual member. The cumulative effect of the many thousands of members all over the world who come together in consciousness to serve humanity makes it a powerful, redemptive and effective tool. Every focused triangle that is added to the network enhances the whole lightens the mental atmosphere of the planet and helps to relate the inner and outer worlds. Triangles work only takes a few minutes and it can be done at any time during the day. It is completed by the sounding of the great invocation which focuses and releases the spiritual energies available, energizing and stimulating the planetary network of light and of goodwill. So if you are new to the work and resonate to the theme of planetary service through the power of thought, then you might consider forming a triangle, which you can do via this webinar by just uh, typing in the chat box. And maybe a couple of other people will agree to form a triangle with you. And if you do form a triangle, please do register it on the Lucifer's Trust website. So let's take a moment now to visualize a network of light. Lift your consciousness to as high a point upon the mental plane as possible. Look out over the world, seeing it as one of light, with here and there points and centers of intensified light. See the energies of this network of light pulsating to the rhythm of human aspiration. Regard the group within the planetary network as a channel among many channels transmitting the energy of the spiritual hierarchy.
imagine the potent love energy pouring through the network of light, stimulating the many points and centers of energy, transforming the pulsating of energy into the rhythm of the planetary heartbeat. Radiance we are and power. We stand forever with our hands stretched out, linking the heavens and the earth, the inner world of meaning and the subtle world of glamour. We reach into the light and bring it down to meet the need. We reach into the silent place and bring from thence the gift of understanding. Thus with the light we work and turn the darkness into day. We are now moving out of the influence of Virgo and entering that of Libra, which is the start of the lower interlude of the spiritual year. The year can be likened to a great breath, the inhalation starting in Capricorn, <coughs> with a pause at the top of the breath in the signs of Aries, Taurus and Gemini, the higher interlude, when the higher vibrations can be touched. There is then a period of exhalation, bringing us to, the, to another pause, the lower interlude, occurring in the signs of Libra, Scorpio and Sagittarius. A time to work creatively, to distribute the energies previously touched. The same cycle is seen in the month with the full and new moons. In our own individual lives over a day, or over an incarnation, in our meditations, and in the life of humanity, through the rise and fall of nations and civilizations. This continues day on day, month on month, year on year, each offering the repeated opportunity to contact potent spiritual forces for the use of humanity. This thought can be related to our meditation work. For in the raising of consciousness and holding it at a point of tension, we strive to contact the finer vibration of the soul. And then as the mind begins again to work, to process that which has been touched, it is impressed on the brain in the lower interlude. It is this idea of a cyclical response to soul impulse that lies at the back of the activities of a morning meditation, a noonday recollection, and an evening review of the spiritual aspirant. It is through seeking to recognize and bring ourselves into rhythm with the soul, the hierarchy and the Christ, that we begin to fall into the larger divine rhythm and we become responsive to the higher vibration. It is our repeated effort in this endeavor that creates a path of approach to the higher worlds, which becomes a lighted channel through which the Christ's energies can be anchored on earth. Thus we work to hasten the evolutionary plan.
This same ebb and flow to life can be seen in a day or over an incarn incarnation. When we look back over time, the various interludes in life are recognisable. Times of greater outgoing activity, and then times when one is drawn inwardly, with the outer life seemingly relatively static and free from active interest. The time of intense inner work is that which creates the impetus for the later more active outer life. For that which has been contacted must be made manifest in the environment. Every life has its own rhythmic beat and the power of knowing that these intervals exists allows us to work to maximize the opportunity that they present. This is true of the world disciple humanity, who due to the current pandemic and consequent lockdowns across the world can be seen to be in a time of withdrawal, where normal life has been put on hold and people have had to retreat into a quieter existence. It has been and continues to be for many a time of pause, of isolation, a time to ponder and think. It is interesting to consider that the greatest time of pause took place over the higher interlude of the spiritual year and that it came after the festival of the new group of world servers that on its seven year cycle occurred at the end of last year. It will be interesting to see how the light contacted during this great pause at such a potent time will manifest as we move into the lower interlude. There are signs already, for there is a lot of ferment and calls for change. There are many NGOs, various United Nations organizations. There are dedicated international statesmen, committed scientists, educators, economists, psychologists, artists and religious unifiers who are all striving to bring to public awareness the problems that currently face humanity and bring potential solutions to light that are more appropriate for the coming new age. These voices and solutions that are based on universal understanding and sharing are perhaps, thanks to the current crisis, being heard a little more clearly. There is, of course, at the same time, an increase in separative and self-serving behaviors. We are, it seems, in a time of increasing polarization and the pandemic and lockdown have made this very apparent. But perhaps it is the fiery potency of the soul and the spirit of love that is being evoked by the invocative striving of those who work for the good of humanity and the many who are inspired by their work at this time of crisis that is bringing this into being. The fiery energies of Christ work in and through the new group and this stimulates both the light and the dark. Whether that is within the individual, the group or within humanity as a whole the seeds of universality and brotherhood are stimulated, but at the same time, so are those of separatism and selfishness. And this is exactly what we would expect with the approach of the Christ into physical manifestation. As we transition from the age of Pisces into a new cycle of Aquarian energies, his waxing energy, which is so palpable at present, is awakening and fostering both spiritual aspiration as well as material desires within humanity, bringing a greater polarization in thinking. The importance of triangles work is clear to see, for it stimulates good will among all peoples, which works to counter separative and selfish behavior. Our daily work to raise our vibration to that of the soul also aids in creating a channel 
for the energies of the Christ as he cycles into a more material manifestation. Each triangle's worker is a focal point for his love, a love that will increasingly flow through the lines of light and goodwill created through our daily work. And of course, his reappearance depends on the levels of goodwill in the world. So our triangles of goodwill are therefore vital to bringing about his next great cycle on earth. So with that in mind, let us now turn to our meditation. Link in thought as a soul, as a point of love and light with all those people throughout the world who are working with this Triangles Meditation Group. In the center of the will of God I stand. Naught shall deflect my will from his. I implement that will by love. I turn towards the field of service. I, the triangle divine, work out that will within the square and serve my fellow men. Using the creative imagination linked with two other points of light to create a triangle of light. Visualize the triangle in which you are working as an essential part of the radiant worldwide triangles network.
hold the consciousness immersed within the light of the group soul, the heart of love, which underlies and infuses the network. lift your consciousness to the world teacher who stands as the heart of love at the center of the spiritual hierarchy and also at the heart of each triangle. Visualize the energies of love, light and goodwill circulating in and around the Triangles Network.
visualize these energies, unifying and eliminating all divisions within humanity, healing and transforming human consciousness, and establishing right human relations. The souls of all are one, and I am one with them. I seek to love, not hate. I seek to serve, and not exact due service. I seek to heal, not hurt. Let pain bring due reward of light and love. Let the soul control the outer form and life and all events and bring to light the love that underlies the happenings of the time. Let vision come and insight. Let the future stand revealed. Let inner union demonstrate and outer cleavages be gone. Let love prevail. Let all people love. Visualize the whole planet alight with triangles see new triangles being formed everywhere. Sound the great invocation, silently or aloud. As you repeat each stanza, visualize the network acting as a link between the world of spiritual realities and humanity, and as a channel through which light and love and divine purpose flow into human consciousness. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills. The purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, 
let the plan of love and light work out and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. Thank you. So if anyone has any comments or impressions or thoughts, then you may wish to raise your hand and uh, speak, or you can type a comment in the question box. Looks like there are people who wish to to join a triangle. I don't know whether all three of you, if there's three of you that's managed to get together. Karina and David. Catherine says she's just only just signed in and wants to participate. Um, and so she's missed the main part, but uh, the actual text of the talk is actually available for you to download. It's been put into the chat box, so please feel free to download that and read it in your own time. I think three people have been found now. Swan is also wanting to form a triangle, so.
And Michael has um, placed a quote about the Tibetan to one of his disciples. And he says, the glamour which constitutes your major limitation is in a particular sense a time glamour and affects you in two ways. One way affects you in strict relation to yourself and of it no one is aware. And the other affects all that you do on the outer plane of appearances and of daily living. In the adjustment of these two and in the attaining first of all of a mental attitude towards time as immortality and secondly of a command of time so that it is the agent of creative beauty in your life you will master the last lesson which this particular incarnation has been intended to teach you. Thank you. Time. It's interesting thinking of time in regards to the return of the Christ. This is often this feeling that we're waiting for his reappearance and yet he has been here and continues to be here all the time. It's just our tuning in to his vibration and recognizing it for what it is. a question I seem to have um, Risa says it's good to know that Christ's precipitation is stimulating both goodwill and the polarization it allows us to make a choice as to where we stand what we choose indeed and of course when we get in touch with the soul the soul stimulates the good and the bad in ourselves, our personality, our lower self sometimes rises up and gets immersed in greater glamour and illusion. And, and that is at the same time as the quality of the soul is trying to manifest. Hence the great battle emerges where the soul is striving for domination if you like and the personality fights back it's the great battle of Arjuna and Krishna as, as shown in the Bhagavad Gita So Santana says, I appreciate what you said about the inflow and outflow of the breath in relation to the interludes and rhythm of the year. Also the observation of separatism versus inclusiveness going on in the world or positive and negative energies and influences. In the sign of Libra, the concept of balance and equilibrium and walking the path of light between the pairs of opposites. One aspect of Libra is the light that moves to rest. Thank you. Thank you, Santana. Wayne. Wayne has said, I've always imagined the Pleiades as the arrow of Orion, who I've always imagined as a hunter with bow rather than with club. Thank you.
for those of you who have been involved in the um, cycles of conferences meditation that we're engaging with at the moment in regard to the uh, 75th anniversary of the United Nations and the various other related conferences that are going on at the time. The power and potency of that meditation is quite incredible. It's almost as if, and I'm sure it is, it's fully supported by the hierarchy and Christ. You can almost feel their involvement in it. At, of course, such an important time. The current times are so spiritually intense. There's so much transition and change. And all these meditations, the cycle of conferences and the triangles meditations are so important to ensure that those energies are distributed so that they can reach into human minds and hearts and bring about the change that we need. As Heidi says, our soul knows the cycles. We have just to listen. We have to recognize them in our life so that we can work with them rather than against them. And that increases our power. Hi, Christine, can you hear me? Yeah, I can. Uh, I'd like to make a comment if that's okay. Yeah, please do. Um, just what occurred to my mind as you read Heidi's comment there is this uh, saying by the Tibetan that I'm, I'm sure many people have heard before, but he's, he, has, he has been known to say in his books, um, you know, there is, oh, now it's just left my mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, what was it? There is no, um, in, the, in the spiritual work, there is no hurry and there's also no time to lose. Yeah. So to me, that really kind of exemplifies the right use of time from a soul perspective, you know, everything in its place. And uh, there is a time. It's not that time doesn't exist. It's just that there is sort of a, a right time for everything. And learning to work with those cycles, I think, as you say, is really listening to the soul. And it's interesting, the right time, because it feels very much at the moment that we are right in the midst of the right time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so much happening in the world and so much change that needs to happen. And we need to get on board with that change to ensure that the plan can manifest in the right time. So we all have to sort of intensify our spiritual work. And while, yeah, as you say, we're not in a rush, but perhaps it's intensity that's important. Well, I think also going back to the, the cycles meditation you mentioned, there's a, the seed thought for that um, states that world unity is not based just upon trust, but also on right world objectives. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot about that, those right world objectives, you know, when every, when every nation in the world is united by those right world objectives, perhaps that's what it really requires, you know, because that kind of underlies the intention of the right objective. That's, that's the right intention. But it's quite mm -hmm. interesting, right world objectives, because you have to take a higher, you can only look at those objectives from a higher perspective to come to what is the right world objectives. And when you think about it in depth, it's only really the principles of showing goodwill and brotherhood and sharing. Those really have to motivate the objectives, don't they? 
Would you agree? Yeah, from one angle, it seems so simple, but yeah, <laughs> sort of on an, at a you know international level, it's just has proven you know an unattainable objective thus far. I think, unfortunately, and that's partly perhaps because we don't understand the psychological differences of nations and their their different needs, and it's opening our minds and hearts to other nations to see them as equal participants rather than those that you know putting our own nation's uh needs before others it's a it's a it's a tall order <laughs> isn't it it's a tall order indeed but it is something that we can at least work on to try and bring it about And Clarence says, the emergence of right world objectives is demonstrating in the formulating of the sustainable development goals of the United Nations. And that's absolutely right. Thank you. And Barbara says that there are other faiths, faiths recognizing the presence of the avatar. A number of Jewish rabbis have stated their belief that the Messiah is here if only all would acknowledge the one by many names who is the guide and teacher for the whole of humanity. Thank you for that, Barbara. That is so true. It definitely feels like he's here, but we just have to acknowledge his presence. And John says, release will come to you through the right comprehension of the time element and due discrimination between the essentials and non-essentials. Upon this, I ask you to ponder. And that is something that perhaps relates very much to right world objectives. What is essential and what is non-essential? And Santana offers right objectives as freedom from want, from fear of speech, to worship in your own way, in right relationship with a great unity and diversity. Absolutely. Which, uh, as Barbara says, many faiths are now coming to recognize the coming one which is all part of this great transitionary time. Well. <laughs> Duncan says, perhaps we are already there, but there is not yet here. <laughs> Thank you. There seems to be quite a lot of triangles activity, which is good. So um, Patty's saying, we have had several offers to complete our triangle. What is our next step? Hmm. I think you just uh, need to um, get each other's email addresses and Sorted out from there. Go to the, the registration uh, link on angles.org page. Okay. You just scroll down on the right column. Call. Well, thank you everyone for participating in this webinar. We have all contributed once more to help create a lighted mental atmosphere in which goodwill can flourish throughout the planet.
And so let us take just a couple of moments in silence before we conclude this webinar. And uh, we hope to see you again next week. Thank you.